Hello everybody and welcome back to the Film Reviews Android Podcast, now available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and so many other great streaming platforms. My name is Kieran Griggins, welcome back to a channel dedicated to film and TV shows and this is a review, this is a TV show review. I've done two reviews today, uh, the Mortal Kombat review uh, that was on the separate podcast but this one is all about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because the second series of the MCU Phase 4, second time we've seen that exclusively be on Disney Plus, a Disney Plus original and also the second sort of installment slash you know project being released you know in the in the post infinity saga it doesn't really have a, have a name yet but so much to get involved this is of course a massive massive series part of a big franchise of course it had a lot of hype going into it did it live did it live up to the hype was it a show that we were all massively happy with it i've sort of not really spoke about this uh, show much on the on the channel while I've been watching it, but it's time to do a full review right now. Well, obviously, uh, I like to do a separate podcast alongside uh, reviews, stuff like that, where I rank all the episodes. That will be out on Monday, so please do check out the podcast favorite and follow so you know when that one's going to upload. Uh, obviously, I'll be ranking all six episodes, so I'm talking about them individually. Moving into the behind the scenes sort of the the beforehand watching this because i wanted to obviously take my mindset back to early march we knew it was coming we were anticipating it when they announced this show when they announced this show in in july of 2019 i was i was happy i was happy that we saw a show dedicated to two very very well-known characters i found these characters to be massively sidekicks of course, with Cap's story. And then I think when they were given this, they were, I'm like, okay, okay, that's that's good. Then you move forward in terms of, you know, in Endgame, they were massively, massively prominent at the end. Both of them were. You know, Falcon, of course, getting the shield. Winter Soldier sort of having that final chat with, you know, with Cap when he was, when he was at that age and sort of, you know, how much Cap has how much Cap has done for him, and I think that they were two characters who had potential to be and work on their own. And I think that's obviously why they've they've done that in in Endgame to sort of set up this story. And then obviously, then we had this show announced, and how it was described, it was it was sort of a spy show, and. It was obviously going to have sort of spy elements, sort of an agent sort of elements into it, which I liked. I'm a big fan of spy films. I loved films like Jason, uh, Jason Bourne, James Bond, you know, that them films that are really slick and really sort of cool spy thrillers. So it was nice to see that. And it definitely felt very, very similar to The Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America, of course, Captain America Winter Soldier, because obviously that film had them spy elements, that espionage sort of style. And... It was nice to see, obviously, them two characters fit that because, you know, we, we, we saw the Winter Soldier and the Falcon, you know, for the first time in, you know, Winter Soldier. I'm not counting First Avenger because that was obviously Bucky Barnes, but um, and I do believe that this show wouldn't have been set. This wouldn't be announced without the chemistry, the clear chemistry of, of Stan and of Mackie. That's, that's definitely prominent in terms of on the films, but also behind the scenes. 
So for me, that wouldn't it wouldn't have been a show without them two and their chemistry together. And I think that was a really really great casting. But the MCU have always had some fantastic casting. Uh, anyway, I've sort of spoke about that on a separate podcast, but. Um, let, let's get to the show then because I think it's going to be a really interesting podcast to do because a lot of people were, were, were saying which one did you prefer Falcon and Soldier or One Division and there was sort of that divide between the two shows this show was a return to the stereotypical look of the MCU the MCU now had been going for 13 years it had an unbelievable overarching storyline you know, consisting of 23 films and they felt I, I particularly feel like every single film sticks to a specific style and attracts to a specific audience and they've made they've been very very successful with that and they've never ever really changed that I think there's always that divide between Marvel and DC I think DC have took more risks some are paid off, some haven't, but they've took risks. Marvel have, have, have stuck with what they know, what they like, and know what their fans like. And the the first time I've really seen the MCU sort of go out there was One Division. It was something new. It was something different. And I think it was a, that was a great start to the MCU to show something different. However, this one has come back into that stereotype of what we have always built up with the MCU. So for me, watching that first episode, I'm thinking, okay. It's been, you know, they had the year off last year, you know, they're back now, you know, they're back in their sort of headspace, their main sort of stereotype. And I was really, really pleased to see that. I think that year off without any Marvel stuff, yes, it, it was it was a year off that they hadn't planned, but, you know, you're sort of getting that anticipation there. And, and, and WandaVision was, was a pleasant surprise. It was a show that a lot of people were very worried about because, it was so different and it was so unique. But the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was no massive worries going into it from anybody that I spoke to. I think one of the best things about the show, of course, was these characters' backstories. You had, you know, the Falcon, of course, had the new responsibility. I felt that his responsibility as a hero massively changed and it does massively feel like his continuation and his struggles as a new Captain America and I think what you have to appreciate there is that the Falcon is the prominent character and Winter Soldier is going through his own struggles but they're not as big as Falcon I feel like the stakes were a lot bigger for Falcon um you know understandably because he had the shield he was he was the guy that you know was was given the mantle but you you honestly do feel like it is a continuation of Falcon's story um and I felt like that was really really nice it was nice again to see his backstory I think it was important to do that he was obviously introduced as the military guy but you never felt like he he did have a family when you the scene you know the film like when he was on the run with Cap and Black Widow in you know Avengers Infinity War now it all seems a bit strange the fact that he left sort of his sister and his nephews behind and you know was on the run for for two years and I think what you've got to look at especially in this series is obviously the effects of the blip the the effects of obviously Infinity War what happened but also WandaVision was such a condensed show that it only showed the effects of what happened both in Infinity War and Endgame for Wanda and sort of her loss but then in this show you're seeing the loss of everybody else 
and you're seeing what actually happened in them five years in our sort of normal time. And I think that was a really intriguing part of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and sort of seeing that, especially from Mackie's sort of uh, Mackie's character, obviously Sam Wilson's perspective as as Falcon and 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 as sort of his show. I think Sebastian Stan's obviously character, the Winter Soldier. I think his more his character is more about obviously being accepted now as a, as a as a guy who is sort of at a crossroads. I think that was interesting. I don't think that was developed as much as I would see like to see. I think the first couple of episodes you really see his headspace is how he's dealing with that the fact that he's not forgotten his past i thought that was an interesting decision that they made not saying that they completely wiped his memory out as the winter soldier but he understands he's feeling that and i think that was interesting i wanted to see that a little bit more but it, it, it didn't really it sort of focused on you know the falcon the winter and i think that was understandable because there was obviously more stakes so for me, I think you're seeing these two characters very, very differently. Then we're moving into the comedy element because I think that was so, so clear in the films that obviously these two characters have been in. They were very subtle in this one. I think it didn't really deliver on the comedy, but I think because there were six episodes, it was very condensed. The story was, was constantly moving and changing because it had to have that overarching finish story finished and started in in six episodes but i mean it was it was there but i just think it was very subtle i think it's very different from what we've seen uh you know in in previous films and, and sort of previous you know performances from these two guys now let's move into sort of the main prominent new characters that came into it and obviously mainly being uh you know u.s agent the the so-called new captain america now, I was really intrigued when there was so much reaction online about how awful he is. And I just wanted to sort of share my opinion on that because I think it's so strange that he did get so much hate. Obviously, I understand because, you know, the, you know, the, the guy is obviously a murderer. But he's, he's not this guy that, you know, is, he's playing a character, you know, and... I think it's really interesting the fact that people have reacted so strongly to this guy and and reacted. It just shows that this, you know, that he's in this, you know, it massively impacts people's lives and a lot of people have, you know, been very, felt very, very strongly about it. Um, if you don't know who the guy is, actually, he's, uh, he's actually the son uh, or one of the sons of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Which I find really, I find really, really interesting. He's also the brother of Kate Hudson as well. Just thought I should, uh, should thought I should just tell you that. But you know what I mean. Like, just, just, I thought that was just a bit interesting. The fact that you know this guy has obviously had a, a very, very, you know, sort of prominent life with his two, you know, famous parents. I think it's interesting. But anyway, we're we're going away from the story a little bit. But no, I think he was good. I think he he played that role really, really well. I think that was so nice to see them choose a different captain america because he was so opposite in every single way and i think obviously they paid real homage to the comics his obviously story looking like it's going to continue whenever we have you know these two these characters back in whether it's in a second series or a, a film i don't know but you know it, it was it was a great introduction it was a it was a fantastic you know sort of way of 
introducing new characters and, and sort of seeing their relationship with you know sam and, and bucky who, who pay massive respect to captain america and then you see a new guy coming in and sort of trying to take that mantle and, and not really caring and he was so different and i think that was very very clear in the third episode you saw his sort of darker side come across and then of course the killing in in episode four so you know it was great to see the character in it and i appreciated it but obviously you know the fact that people reacted so strongly to him and sort of why he like said you're not captain america but that's the whole point you know if you look beyond that you actually see what marvel were trying to do then obviously then you got the main villains of it the flag smashers they were all right they were all right i don't think it was a massive massive villain where you know it's like Ooh, here was the big bad you know and i think you know like agatha harkness was, was a big bad you know but these guys represented the world of the mcu and i think it's obviously interesting the fact that everybody in that group survived and, and obviously grew up in them five years when everything when everybody went missing so you, you're obviously seeing what happened in that five year time there's a lot of story that can work with there then five years um, especially for the characters of course that you know survived and sort of stayed around whether we'll see that in armor wars or something like that i don't know but you know again it's got massive potential but if you turn with the flag smashes i think that was an interesting story because obviously then it represented the new you know, represented the new world and sort of stuff like that. I, I'm going to say this now, but I don't think it might be an unpopular opinion. I don't know, but I could see that potentially being a TV show or sort of a mini series, you know, sort of seeing their adventures, what they did in that five years, the formation of the Flag Smashers. It might be an idea that they're doing it, maybe even animated. Yeah, I don't know, but I, they were good. They were, they were decent. And I had no massive problems with with them and their intro or sort of introduction into into the show i just wanted to see that big bad and i don't feel like we, we we had that i think it's got potential and i think obviously season two you're gonna see you know them sort of potentially changing the formula if that happens so you know it's interesting but i think it represented the world more than a threat to bucky and sam then let's get into obviously the supporting characters the returning guys that we haven't mentioned yet sharon carter for me was a massive bystander into it um i think she was she was in episode three she had a small role in episode four and then she obviously she came back for the finale she's always going to be a supporting character i'm never going to see her sort of be a hero or anything like that i can't see that um it sounds like from the end credit scene of the, the finale she's going to have a prominent role in in season two if that happens she looks like she's working with some people that she probably shouldn't but then again, I, I think that's where her chances are going to shine. But this one, she was nice. She, it was nice to see her back. It was nice to see that character back because obviously she was introduced in Winter Soldier. So you're sort of linking that back. And it was interesting. Then you've got Zemo. Uh, obviously, Helmet Zemo coming back. And he was great. I, I just, that again is really frustrating. It's one of the few, few bad choices that they've made. The fact that he just got rid of him and I felt like his story was really rushed. And sort of chucked away and said, "Oh, we need to sort out Zemo. Let's just, yeah, let's just make him go to prison." I felt like that was really. I think that third third episode, of course, when all the memes, you know, came out, the fact that he was this rich guy who literally didn't do anything like that. I can't. I'm trying to recall if he actually did wear the mask. I think he wore the mask once, which that was so hyped for the fact that we're going to see the Zemo from the comics. We didn't really see that much i think that's got to be 
you know explored a little bit more if he comes back again i think that was a big disappointment daniel brawl's a great actor i really do like him i think he's great so i mean that's a that was a disappointment i think his villainous side is so unique to the other villains because he literally is a guy out for revenge but again you got to look at it as, as, as shannon shannon carter but he was a character in Civil War. He has that sort of, you know, connection with Bucky, obviously trying to use him as, you know, a, a blame and sort of making him the, the real villain. So, again, they're using them characters to link back to sort of these two characters and their prominent role already in the MCU. Then, obviously, you got the Wakandans. Nice to see them. You know what I mean? It was nice to see them. It was obviously characters which they used. They were, they were never going to get a Koye or, um, you know, Shuri or... You know, people like that, they're never going to get them in. So it was nice to see the, yeah, the Warriors sort of getting a focus. Apparently, we're going to see them in, in the the Wakanda show that we're going to have whenever. So, you know, it was nice to see them sort of be, be shown again, be remembered from the fans, of course. Again, they've got that connection to Zemo with the the, ki the killing of Chuck T'Chaka in, in Civil War. You've, of course, then got the, you know, chemistry with, with Bucky and sort of that backstory with the White Wolf. They were needed. They were, they were a nice surprise. And I think it was really good. Then, I mean, I don't really know what what more to say. I think that I think I've sort of you know sort of covered a lot of it, covered a lot of the elements. Of course, then obviously the big debate is about season two. You, you're gonna see a very very different season two. Whether these characters are going to be put into another film, I'm not sure. Um, you know, obviously whether we're going to see US Agent back again. I think it's going to be very condensed into this little world and sort of... I can see a season two definitely happening. I really can. I think with the end credits scene sort of setting things up, I think these characters can't really be included in, in the projects. I can't see these characters pop up in Eternals or, or Doctor Strange 2. I think they sort of work in their own entity in sort of their, their own adventures. So I think their place for these characters and... You know, every character in this show is on the small screen. It is on Disney Plus. That Marvel have definitely got to use that to its advantage. I don't think it can afford to keep, you know, making characters and you know be chucked onto there for one season or or a mini series. You you obviously going to see uh, more characters be prominent in the films, new characters. But you know, make sure remind these characters. So I think I definitely can see a season two. There's no, for me, there's no doubt about it. I think it has to be very, very different. I hope it's very different. And of course, then you don't know what's going to happen in terms of the time frame. Are they going to get it filming very soon? I think there's a lot of questions unanswered at the moment. I, I, I just definitely think there will be a second series. So that's it for my review of The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. It's, it's sort of crazy, the fact that it was, it was six weeks of, of sort of stuff. It's, it, was, it was definitely very, very you know enjoyable to watch you know i was i was really looking forward to it every single friday when the new episode came out it was such a big talking point of course and the fact that we got it so close after one division i think it was really nice because we were sort of on that constant you know marvel road and and sort of introduced you know enjoying it and obviously now we've got to wait until the summer for loki i think that's going to be great of course we've got black widow black widow coming up i think marvel are going to have a great summer i think they're going to have a you know, really strong 2021, and I think they've started really well with both of with both of these TV shows. I think it's so nice to see Marvel back and sort of doing something very, very different because I think it's so 
easy to say yeah we're just gonna do films but the fact that they're using disney plus using disney plus well and they're bringing some really really good you know ratings and reviews and sort of getting people actually on that streaming service which i think is why disney is what disney plus needs and, and obviously what disney wants so let me know what you think about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What's your favourite episode? What was your least favourite episode? Come on, guys, let's get this discussion going. I would really love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, I will be doing a ranking of all six episodes of the uh, of the season on Monday. So that podcast will be out on Monday, so please make sure you check that out now. But if you can't wait until then, I will have all six reviews. They'll be around about 30 seconds as well, so very, very short and, and very, very condensed on my thoughts and they are literally straight after I watched the episode. So it's quite nice, the fact that people know my initial reaction and obviously want to see what I think straight away. So make sure you go over to Stardust and follow my account. Again, same account name as my Instagram. So uh, check out all the other podcasts as well. And obviously, look, make sure you favourite and follow so you never miss any uploads as well. The Smartica Showdown is going to be coming back obviously at the end of the month which i'm really looking forward for you guys to check out danger zone is coming so i cannot wait to see uh, the reaction about that i don't know what my next podcast will be about but everything that you love see you in a bit